I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, featuring Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Thank you for listening to our podcast all around the world. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we have so many great articles and blogs on the site for you to check out. And feel free to give us a call anytime, 1-800-420-1980. And go check out our Instagram pages at Cannabis Talk 101. Well, Blue is at the number one, Christopher writes, and I am at Joe Grande 52 And I got to tell you guys about the Bear Flag Group. It's your white label partners. They're known to be on-time accurate and do quality co-packaging. They've been launching brands in California since 2015 and at the Bear Flag Group. They do what they say they're going to do. Go check them out online at bearflaggroup.com. Our guest today, my brother from another mother, we hit it off so well the first time, Ryan, if, from Merrimed, the chief financial officer over there. It's great to have you back with this hat on. I mean, you're via Zoom. Before we get into the hat and the whole thing, Merrimed did a great thing, you guys. They basically reenacted the Boston Tea Party when it comes to cannabis. I want you to listen to this. If you're watching on YouTube, you get a chance to listen and watch. Please play that right now, Connor. Wow. Hear ye, hear ye, ye faithful Merrimed patriots. 250 years ago at this very same Boston Harbor, our colonial ancestors held the most famous tax protest in our great nation's history, the Boston Tea Party. Today we have stormed this schooner to protest an unfair tax. It's a tax that burdens our beloved cannabis industry and it hurts the American consumers we serve. Because of Section 280E, cannabis businesses in our fine country pay much higher taxes than they should. And the citizens of this fair land pay higher prices for the safe and effective products we produce. At Merrimed, we say no more. No more. Tell your representatives in the federal government to repeal IRS code 280E now. Until they do, we say no taxation without representation. Down with 280E. And they throw boxes. They're all on a boat, you guys. And they're throwing boxes. Go back to it real quick. Down with 280E. 
Wow. Very great. And this is awesome. No taxation without representation. Down with 280E. No taxation without representation. And I believe that's pretty much the, the, the gist of it, right, Ryan? It doesn't go anymore except a couple more boxes being thrown. Down with 280E. Well, 250 oh, hold years on. ago, More. the most famous tax protest in history, in this land's history, took place in this very harbor called the Boston Tea Party. So we're paying homage to our ancestors and, and doing the same thing as we're burdened with a similar uh, unfair tax in this wonderful cannabis industry called the 280E. We're bringing awareness to this tax code in hopes that we can get our people to repeal and go to the federal government, their representatives, and, and, and vote to repeal this unburdened, this burdenous tax code, right? Because the people who are really feeling the pain from this tax code is, is the consumer, right? They're paying much higher prices at the registers for their cannabis. So Merrimed is out there looking after the folks. How great is that, Ryan? That was such a cool reenactment. And so there's some of the boxes that are right behind you that were thrown in. You were one of the guys that were on the, 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 the ship there that you guys rented. I don't know if that's a ship that you guys own or, or have, but what made you guys do this? You know, I, I think it's passion. I think, uh, you know, we're in tune with, with, um, you know, what other cannabis companies and, and ultimately the consumers care about. Um, you know, we feel like the cannabis industry, um, you know, gets taken advantage of in, in a lot of different ways. And I think 280E is an example where cannabis has been taken advantage of for a long time. And, and that doesn't just take advantage of companies, that takes advantage of the cannabis consumer, that raises, uh, you know, our cost to do business, that raises prices to the consumer. And it is, it's unfair, right? Uh, we, we operate legitimate businesses to the letter of the law in every state, uh, you know, that we operate. And we feel as though it is unfair that these tax codes uh, are written and enforced the way that they are. Um, so, you know, I think it was a great opportunity for us to do something fun at the same time, shed light on something that, uh, that really should be talked about more. It's not just about safe banking, you know, 280E and, and the scheduling of cannabis is a really serious issue. Um, that although we, we, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun with it, uh, it should be talked about more than it is. And Ryan Crandall, you're the chief financial officer over there at Merrimid, and you guys got all the big wigs to get into this big picture right there. I mean, reenacting something like the Boston Tea Party from 250 years ago, your headquarters are out there in Boston as well? Correct? Yeah, and Joe, just a quick quick correction. So I'm the chief revenue officer. Our chief financial officer, Susan chief Blair, was also there, and she was actually next to me in a bunch of the photos. So, you know, and interestingly enough, we had um, – folks from Illinois, from Maryland, Maryland, from Massachusetts, from our operations across the country. Uh, and basically the employees of the month, uh, various employees of the month were asked to come to Boston and participate in this event. And so, it, you know, it was a great opportunity for us internally with our own employees to really, uh, you know, have folks that are really contributing a lot to our business uh, to, to participate in something that was fun, you know, potentially going to be national news and, uh, and make a difference. And not so, only, you know, there was a lot of lenses to this thing and, and to how and to the benefits. There were a lot of internal benefits. There were obviously, you know, benefits to, uh, you know, other cannabis companies that that maybe don't have the resources that we do to shed light on something like this. And and uh, I think um, overall, I'm very, very proud to be a part of it. Um, you know, the person that you heard talking there was Tim Shaw, our COO. 
uh, very, very passionate person around cannabis in general for years and years. And, and Howard Schachter, our chief communications officer, who was really, you know, he was responsible for the world's largest brownie a year or so ago. That's right. We talked about that. Putting together this Boston Tea Party as well. And that is so cool. Let's take a look at that picture that we have there. And the picture that we see here, we have Tim Shaw, who's the chief operating officer at Merrimid. Then we have John Levine, the chief executive officer, Howard Schechter, the chief communication officer. He's the one in tan holding the big old weed box. Susan Valera, who's the chief financial officer, who I was giving you her credit for in that one, in the white and the pink. And of course, Ryan Crandall, the chief revenue officer in the blue holding another weed box as well. I think this picture just says so much. Matter of fact, we need to use that picture as the cover for the podcast as well, because that's such a cool looking picture as we promote this podcast that we're going to do. Because Ryan, what you guys did right here when I seen this and read this, I'm always a fan of theatrics, right? I mean, who are we kidding? That's like, what can you do? I mean, the ESPYs were on, you watch something like that. We watch UFC, we're both fighting fans. We like shit like Create whatever, entertain me, right? And Merrimid being a multi-state operator, looking at this, and you guys are doing it in an entertaining way. It's not just a matter of sitting up there, walking down to, you know, DC or whatever. You guys dress the part. You rented a fucking ship, not a boat. This is a big looking ship. You got a bunch of employees on there, rented costumes, rented or bought boxes threw boxes in the ocean, went and retrieved the boxes to make sure you guys pulled them out of the ocean, which I love that you guys did the press release saying those boxes did not stay in the ocean, so they did not cause any harm. And you guys do all this all because, like you said, Merrimid cares about this industry so much. It just goes to say a lot about your company. How much thought process and how long of a thought was this to execute? You know, I, I think there was a, a tremendous amount of work and energy that went in to get this thing uh, lined up and scheduled. And, you know, the majority of that credit goes to Howard and his team, uh, who did a phenomenal job. You know, I, I would say um, overarching all of this is the passion that, that our, our employees have uh, for this industry, uh, for our consumers, right? And there, there is a good amount of love and passion that kind of embodies everything that we do. Um, you know, I, I think... Like I said before, you know, we felt as though as a company, 280E wasn't talked about enough. And uh, and so being able to tongue in cheek, give give props to the Boston community where, where, where most of us are from uh, around the Tea Party and, and how the colonists 250 years ago, you know, took offense to taxation without representation. I think really talking about this is taxation without representation for the cannabis industry. And, uh, and being able to shed light on that, and hopefully in a, in a national spotlight, there's more and more media picking it up today. Um, we're hopeful that, that it becomes more viral as the next 24 hours goes, um, so that, you know, although although we had a lot of fun, we do want the serious discussion to happen, uh, and, and pressure to be put on politicians to, to talk intelligently about why 280 makes sense, because it, to us it really doesn't. Well, 280E is the big one right there that you guys are talking about, and this company is not holding back, you guys. You got to give a lot of kudos to what they're doing over there at Merrimid. We're going to take a break real quick and come back, Ryan. And my question to you is, what can people do that are listening to this do to help with this? How can I, listening to this podcast, watching this on YouTube, go, what could I do, Ryan? You guys did all this. Merrimid's stepping up for me. Why? Because they can lower my prices when I'm buying cannabis. 
What can I do as a consumer or just an activist out here? It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website, CannabisTalk101.com. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. I don't know if you guys seen the latest edition of the Cannabis Talk magazine, but it has some great articles, very cool stories in it. Get yourself a hard copy today at a local dispensary or a smoke shop near you. If they don't have one, have them give us a call at 1-800-420-1980 or just go check it out online, folks, at CannabisTalkMagazine.com and subscribe now. We really got to get this story in the magazine, what Merrimid's doing. And uh, you know what I mean? This Because this is a bigger story like this. Even the picture of them that we've seen uh, of all you guys that, that are sitting there on the side of the boat that are just throwing the boxes out. But Ryan, before we went to break, I said, what can the average listener do to make a difference? What are your suggestions to people out there that say, dude, I want to support this. Not only do I want to support Merrimid, but I want to support the cannabis community. How could I help with this issue? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing, um, Joe, is is to become informed, right? I mean, even us the folks in the industry, we say 280E, it's a commonly referred to term, but people really know what it means. So for the first thing is really understanding what it means. And it's not rocket science, right? It, the idea is that any class one or two scheduled drugs, uh, it means that those businesses, if they file tax returns, cannot write off ordinary business expenses, which can lead to a tax liability that's two to three times what it normally would be, uh, which ultimately leads to their products costing more. So, you know, 280E, uh, repealing 280E could be, would be something that, that folks could do. They could put pressure on, on politicians to do so. I think that's a higher wall than, than potentially getting cannabis descheduled and, and moving it down, you know, descheduling it altogether. So it's not on any federal schedules for drugs uh, or, you know, moving it to a schedule three or four, which 280E does not, no longer applies to. Um, so 
you know, what I would push people towards is really taking a look at why cannabis is scheduled as a Schedule 1 and really pushing politicians to deschedule cannabis altogether. And they do that by calling their local Congress, local who? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think it's more state. I I think, um, you know, your state representatives uh, that that go to Washington, D.C., you know, these are IRS. This is an IRS regulation, and the scheduling is at the federal level. So you really have to get to your, your, you know, kind of national politicians, your senate, your two senators from your state or your House of Reps folks uh, or your governor for that matter. Right. And I think those are the folks that can that can um, bring this type of dialogue to Washington, D.C., where the D.C. politicians are the really the people that are going to that are going to move this needle or not. move. And as you're breaking that down like that, Ryan, I just want to dive in a little more in. From your guys' standpoint and all the other cannabis companies' standpoint, give me like real numbers of like, especially you guys, because you guys are a monster. You're a multi-state operator. I think you guys are in seven different states, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. And, you know, if this could help you guys by being able to write off the things like a normal company does, it's like, okay, you guys are a normal freaking company. You just happen to sell cannabis, for God's sakes. And is it because you guys can't write off all these write-offs like everybody else and do normal banking, for God's sakes, like everybody else so easily and so just profound? What are some of those other big key elements that that are, are restraining you guys like that? Yeah, I mean, when you take a look, they're big buckets, right? I mean, from labor to cost of goods to, you know, facilities to, um, you know, operating expenses. I mean... The cannabis has significant expenses associated from ingredients and packaging to labor um, to utilities. And, and um, you know, all of those things are necessary business expenses, depending on what vein of cannabis you're in. And, um, and it's a challenge. I mean, businesses are typically able to write off those expenses and, and counter, you know, their revenues and, and be able to, uh, you know, uh, identify more money as profit as they pay a, li- pay a little bit less in taxes. And, and because cannabis companies are not able to, you know, write off the conventional um, items, you know, that, that ultimately lowers profit, uh, that ultimately damages publicly traded stocks and, and depresses the market and makes these companies look less profitable than they really should be. And ultimately, you know, to the consumer, um, you know, a company that's barely making it may have to raise prices higher than they would have and instead, they're writing checks to the government um, and, and potentially closing their doors because they can't cover a check to the government. Um, so, you know, in, in really, you know, in summary, it, it's really about allowing the small cannabis businesses to the large cannabis businesses have the same opportunity to thrive in this industry. Um, it definitely takes, although the checks are larger from bigger companies to the government, I would say it does affect the little guy even more. Right. As as they're trying to get their businesses off the ground, social equity folks. I mean, it's a it's a really tough lesson to learn getting into cannabis that 280E is a reality. It's so funny, Ryan, as you were talking, I was literally thinking that because I'm thinking in my head going, oh, someone might be going, but this is Merriman. They're such a huge company. Of course, they want to save and this and that. You're right. The pie is just a lot bigger with you guys, but it doesn't matter. It's still a pie with any other company. You're a mom and pops owning it. Social equity, you're a single owner. That pie is still your pie. And those slices of that pie that you can use for your taxes and for everything are the same percentages that theirs are. 
except your guys's is just worth more money for that matter. And yeah, I, I mean, love- look, and we have also, you know, I mean, resource. We've been in the industry a long time, Joe, so we understand 280E well. And, and you know, the first couple times you pay taxes when you're in cannabis as a small business, it's like a big eye open. You know, you hear about this idea of 280E, but until it hits you in the pocketbook, it's not reality. And, and uh, I'll tell you, you know, um, these companies that don't really understand that getting into it can really be caught in a bad, in a pickle. Um, you know, come tax season. What does something like this cost you guys for Merrimid? Is it something out there that's publicly known? I would have to talk to our CFO to get you an exact number, but I've heard that your tax liability could be reduced by half or by two thirds uh, with 280E being repealed. So, you know, to use round numbers, if, if your tax liability were $10 million with 280E in place, you know, your tax liability may be $5 million or, or $3 million uh, without 280E. And that goes right. to show where you can hire more people so people in the industry could get more jobs. You're being able to pay higher salaries. I mean, with $5 million extra a year, using that as an example, that's probably not all the companies out there by no means. It's going to be extremely beneficial for more people to utilize. So it's like, you guys, this is something that we really got to look at. And I know other companies are going to be looking at this as this is making a lot of noise in the industry. You guys just did this out in Boston with this whole reenactment and other companies. You kind of heard what Ryan said, do your thing and, and maybe actually do something else around your own area, whether you're in Los Angeles, you're in, you know, uh, Vegas, wherever you're at. I mean, do something to even mock this because I think it'd be hilarious to see even more people mocking it, whether they're even in a swimming pool, throwing something in it just to do something ridiculous and funny, because let's just face it. What I seen you guys do was ridiculous, funny, but informative and real. Right. And it was like a real budget to do, but it's like, dude, this is what you need to do sometimes to make some noise on something that's affecting the whole country. This just isn't affecting you guys out in Boston. This is affecting everybody in all 50 States even in Canada, all abroad, the, the world for that matter. And we yet to figure it out what's going to be right for this country because let's just face it, it's still not federally legal. So they're still looking at this like, well, Section 280E is not even federally legal yet. How are we going to give them these taxes on something that's so illegal? That's the other problem that I sit here and swallow and go, how do you even deal with that, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, so, Joe, I mean, to your point, right, I mean, um, just dovetailing on what you just said, it's it's interesting, right, because I think a lot of us, because cannabis regulations, a lot of them are state to state, um, you know, they are what they are. I might be in a Massachusetts and a Maryland, and your business might be in a California, and we deal with different local, county, state taxes and regulations, and, and a lot of times as business owners and business operators, we get caught up in the details of what's happening in our states. And we lose the, lose the idea that we all have the idea that the federal regulations and federal guidelines, we have those in common, right? So if as, a, as an industry, we can all start to focus at the highest level first, which is the scheduling of cannabis at the federal level, that impacts all of us, right? And then, and then, and then after we follow that, we can, we can get into the mix on what's happening at our individual state levels. But I mean, I do think as a, as a group, as an organization of cannabis companies, the most effect that we can have is at the federal level that's going to yield the most results for us as an industry. And as an industry, you guys taking a leading role like this. So when we come back, we're going to take a break real quick, Ryan. And I want to hear 
Why do you guys, or why does your CEO, which I love the fact that John is so passionate about it, but John Levine, the CEO of Merrimid, like for him to get this, I want to say bug up his ass, which is nice to say, but, but to make such a noise like this, like where does he get that from? Was that marketing? Was that him? Who was that from Merrimid that said, let's do this. It's Cannabis Talk 101 because I like that he did it. And let's just face it, he's funding it. So it's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the number one cannabis show on the planet. You know what? F*** it. Now back to the number one cannabis show in the universe. Cannabis Talk 101. Y'all know what time it is, folks. Dime time. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, Oklahoma, and now in a few different states. You could also find them in Canada. Check out the website, dimeindustries.com, or on IG, dime.industries. Ryan's with us from Merrimid. And Ryan, I was just talking before we went to the break about your great CEO. And I say great because for him to do something like this, the president and CEO of Merrimid, John Levine, and to back it financially, is just kudos to him, right? It's like, how did you guys even come up with this and him to say, great idea, let's go rent this boat, get all these costumes and do this? You know, John, I, John, I give him all the credit in the world. He's a, he's a forward thinker, um, you know, and, and he's our leader. And um, and we've got a great leadership team. Uh, in, you know, John leads it and, and supporting cast. And I think... Um, you know, Howard Schachter, who's our chief communications officer, and, you know, his resume before coming to Merrimed is deep, and, and he's got a lot of great PR experience at some really huge companies. I think John has a lot of trust in Howard, and Howard, uh, you know, has done a phenomenal job thinking about, you know, how to make an impact, uh, you know, and, you know, this stunt, although it was costly, it didn't, it didn't break the bank by any means. It was more the creativity and aligning everything um, to make to make it happen and have an impact. But 
you know, I, I give John all the credit in the world for, you know, allowing our team, um, you know, to do this. And then, and then furthermore, not just to do it, but to make it such a positive interaction for our employees, right? Like pulling all the employees of the month together and enabling them to, to participate with us and, and see the passion in their eyes as we all did this. And I think it's going to become, uh, you know, just kind of viral internally as we, as we get more confidence around doing these types of things as a group, um, you know, and, and uh, really incentivizing employees to participate with the exec team. You know, I, I, I can't say enough good things about Howard and, and the way John Levine has led uh, from the front. I love that you say that, that you actually got employees from, uh, was it only from the Boston area or from the other states as well? No, from the other states as well. These folks flew in. Um, That's dope. You know, if they were in retail in Illinois, they, they spent time in our retail in Massachusetts. If they were in production uh, or cultivation, they spent time in our cultivation in Massachusetts. You know, we brought them around town, showed them Boston, you know, did some of the historic stuff in Boston and then and then got to business yesterday uh, on the Liberty Star schooner. Right. And threw some weed in the water, boxes of weed. So, no, I mean, look, the passion is real and uh, it's it's infectious at the company. And 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 John is doing, you know, allowing us to uh, to do these things and lead from the front. So, you know, I can't say enough good things about him, his leadership and uh, and how infectious this is going to become. I think not only that, though, but I, I can just only imagine myself. And I mean, even you two just thinking if, you know, we're, we're sitting there working at a company and, you know, you find out that they're doing something like this and you're like, oh, my God, how cool and crazy would that be? And then, Ryan, me and you are going to go to Boston to go meet with our corporate CEO, the CFO, the this, the that, the big wigs of the company, all because I've been doing a good job and they're really trying to, to support something good which is, you know, the 280C, the IRS tax code, 280E Act, because it's unfairly with this cannabis, and I see what they're meaning, and look what the company could save, and not only that, all these other companies. It's got to be a great morale booster as well, because like you said, too, this stunt by no means I don't think broke the bank, but it's, you know, it, it was a few grand, let's just face it, the boat, the costumes, the boxes, the this and that. wasn't 250000 with you got explosions and everything else, but, you know, it wasn't a movie set by no means, but it was something that I take my hat off to and go, wow, you guys had to use some real good creativity. People really had to commit. And even the writing of when, I think that was John that spoke during the the, the video, right? Was that John? That was actually Tim Shaw. Oh, that was Tim. Tim. Shaw, yep. So even that though, the way he did that was so committal in the character, so to speak, right? With everyone on the boat and, and speaking the way he did. It was just so applaudable that Merrimid is taking a, a front and a stand on doing something like this. So if you're a cannabis company out there listening to this podcast and you want to get involved too, like look up these guys and see what they're doing and try to get involved in doing something because they're not just trying to help themselves, folks. It's not just a Merrimid plug. It's not go buy their products in all the different states that they're in. And I'm not even asking Ryan about what's the biggest skew and you guys are doing. And we already know about his edible company that he sold. If you listen to our podcast before, I've interviewed Ryan before. And, you know, he's an edible master, so to speak, that he made this and they already made this and that. They do fine. They do a good job. And, and that, to be even said... Merriman's doing a good job where you guys didn't need to do this. It's not like you're the small company or a bigger company making money going, well, they're taking so much of our money because we're making money. We need to help ourselves and help other companies. So folks, look at these leaders out here because in my mind, 
Merriman is a leader. Ryan, you're a leader out there speaking on it. Your CEO, everybody else out there, kudos to you guys, everyone that was on the boat. And for all the employees that are working over there, you know you're working at a good place. Is there anything else, Ryan, before we let you go that you want to talk about as you guys reenacted this no, Boston Tea Party? Worst pun ever, Joe. Uh, rising tides raise all ships, right? And, uh, and it was camaraderie. Uh, you know, I'm proud of the team. And uh, I'm proud of what we did. And, and thank you uh, to you and Cannabis 101 for uh, for covering this with us. No doubt, baby. Cannabis Talk 101, you know we care. We know we care about everybody out there in the industry. And if you're doing something good, you better find out who we are or get a good PR agency like they do and let us know what they're doing because their PR let us know what they're doing. And we're like, we got to talk about this. Thank you so much, Ryan, for coming on again. And how's everything else going with you, man? The last time we talked, it was great. Did you watch that UFC fight the other week? That was just uh, oh, I mean, man. Moreno, yeah, I did. did you watch Moreno yeah, the other day? I thought Moreno was going to win. Yeah, pretty crazy, pretty crazy event, right? It was good, man. I've been watching so many good. Teddy, 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 take it easy. My dog's over here just barking at people walking up in the studio. He got to love it. Teddy the show dog, and a little golden doodle, the mini, and he's such a... He's a puppy, but he barks at everybody like he's going to bite him, and everybody gets all freaked out. He's the best. Ryan, I can't wait to slap hands with you and actually see you in person. I feel like you're my brother from another mother, and I love you, and I love everything that they're doing over there, man. God bless you, and stay up. God bless, Joe. It's Cannabis Talk 101. If nobody else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.